It's the podcast that's real. It's the podcast that answers all of your questions. It's business belief in the bedroom. With your favorite entrepreneur couple, Jason and Angelica Sweeting. Hey, what's up? My name is Jason. And I'm Angelica. And this is the Business Belief in Bedroom podcast. Yes, episode number two. Oh, yes. And we have an exciting episode for you today. Of course, I don't like a whole lot of fluff. I like to jump right into it. We're going to tell you that this episode is all about how to start a business. Tell tell us about it, babe. Okay, guys. So we're going to give you five things to consider when starting a business. People usually just say, hey, let me go get an LLC. And uh, from there, (laughs) I've got a business, but there's so much more to it. So we're going to dive right in. Okay. Uh, The first thing is, does anybody actually want your product or service? Just hook you up right there. Thanks. Thank you. He's adjusting my mic. Talk right into Because we're also doing audio um, as well. So (laughs) the first thing is, does anyone actually want your product or service? Very true. Well, let's talk about it. The thing is, you cannot think about your company from your perspective. You have to think about your company from someone else's perspective, that being your target consumer. So keys to making sure you know that you have a good product, go out and test it. See if somebody will buy it. Try and sell it. Yes. Go out and talk to people about it, right? Make social media accounts. See if you get engagement. And from there, you can build a landing page, acquire customers, yes. start an email list, and really just take off from there. But the very, very first thing you got to do is, will your product sell? Is your business viable? All right, cool. So this is a very good way of figuring that part out. We went over it fast, but let's not glaze over it. The first thing that you need to do, get that product in front of somebody that you think will like it and see if they do. Yep. And then empower them. Make make sure that you tell them that, hey, you want their opinion. Yeah. So get their opinion and then don't just brush it off. Don't say, oh, I know what I'm doing. No, listen, that's your customer. They're going to tell you if you need to add a, add a this or change the color or move this around. Exactly. So listen to them. Exactly. These are your early adopters. These are the people that are really, really into your product. So right, you got to right. make sure you listen to them. Right. Tweak your product or service kind of based on overall results. Yeah. And um. They're really people that you're going to get a lot of information from when it comes to your target market. And you can use that information to build Facebook ads. Of course, you can use that information to create audiences, build ads, start email lists. These are the type of things. This is like the blood and bones of a business. It's your customers. It's your consumers. It's making sure that you're in contact with them. So start your business by getting in front of your customer. Great. Uh, The second thing. Number two. You want to be as lean as possible. Lean. What does that mean? Lean. You work know what out, I mean? Go work out. Uh, go to the gym. Your business <laughs> should not be overweight. Your business should be nice and thin. And we're speaking uh, primarily, I know it's jokingly, you know right. what I'm saying? But we have a culture that, that talks about beauty and, and health so much. But having a healthy business means that you want to start it off so that it isn't top heavy. Not a whole lot of overhead. Not a whole lot of upfront costs. What you want to try and do is make sure that you're getting things, getting products, getting services for as 
cheaply as possible so that you can in increase your margins. Tell us about it. Right. So if you guys, just a quick resource, a uh -huh. book called The Lean Startup. Lean Startup. It's by Eric Rise. He's super dope. He's Shout out a, to Eric. Um, or he used to be. I don't know if he still is an entrepreneur in residence at Harvard. Right. And he talks about a minimum viable product, also known as an MVP. So not like LeBron or Michael <laughs> Jordan no. or, you no, know no, what I'm saying? No, no, what no. is this kind of MVP? Talk about so, it. So a minimum viable product is a product that has just enough features to satisfy your early adopters. Okay, great, great. So it's the most basic, basic, basic model of your service or your product. So if it was like the car industry, minimum of our product, four wheels, steering wheel, exactly. accelerator, not exactly. even a brake pedal yet. Like exactly. totally like just go minimum viable. Right. So what's the easiest way to get your idea out without even all of the bells and whistles that, you know, can come later. Right. Just think about it like this, guys. iPhone gives you a phone, right? And then the moment you get the phone, you have an update coming because yeah, exactly. they're always making the product better. Right. But go ahead and sell it now. So just get started and get yeah. started with a minimum viable product. With this MVP, you can do crowdfunding, investor pitches. You can set up social media. You can do all the things that you need to do to start a business. Don't let not having funds or having a lot of money stop you from starting. Right. And if you have a lot of money, you still need to be as lean as possible. Yeah. Now, that was number two. Number three, this is one of my favorites, and that is the psychology of sales. Mm -hmm. The focus should be on sales. Tell them what Mark Cuban said. Mark Cuban says that sales solve all problems. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. he was not lying. After four years yes. of being in business, sales solve all all problems sales solve everything you yes. know what guess what man we need more inventory sales sales solve that we need a new manager sales yeah sales solve that we need to uh leave brick and mortar and build out a better website sales sales sales, sales. they give you money you sales. Need sales sales solves all problems so this is in the context though sweetheart of mm -hmm. how to start a business so when yes. you're thinking about starting that business i love to think from a sales perspective first how much is this going to sell for to how many people can I sell it to? What is my total addressable market and what's the product velocity or product viability, right? Yes. We don't want to sell a whole lot of ice to people who are surrounded by it. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you have uniqueness in the marketplace and all this sort of stuff really leans towards thinking about, can I sell it? Right. And if I buy it for a dollar, I need to be able to sell it for enough that I can buy another one, market the product. And you're just trying to think through the idea of sales. How can that work, man? So tell us, sweetheart, about maybe an instance of when sales came into place and how you were able to kind of fix things around sales. How I was able to fix things around yeah, sales? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because we've come into that problem. We've had that problem with the dog business. Oh, well, of we've course. even had that problem with the chains. So talk about sales. Talk about, you know, pricing, how you fixed it. Tell, talk, tell us a little bit. Well, the most important thing when it comes to sales and pricing is making sure that whatever you're selling your product for, you're making enough profit. Right. All of it. So you should have a three times multiple at, at the, least at the very least when you're selling that product. So, for what example, if your product costs four dollars, you should be selling it for the very least of twelve. Yes. For twelve dollars. Why is that? Why did at least why at least a three times? So multiple? that means that you can afford to buy the product. You can afford to um, re 
three up on the product. So right. buy another one and then you have four dollars to keep for yourself. So exactly. Um, that's really our base. Yeah, point. we try and at least have a one to three multiple on most businesses. So if you're thinking through how to start your business, if it create if it costs you a hundred dollars to create a product or service, right? You should be looking at selling that for at least three hundred, right? And of course we're talking about like, you know, uh, physical products, things of that nature. Um, of digital products it kind of changes because of course like you can make a digital product once and it kind of royalties itself out and you have to think about it differently. But I want you to think about when you're starting your business don't be so absorbed in your own thoughts and your own self think about sales can it sell and the most important thing too when we talk about sales is making sure two things two Two things things that you need to research and know everything that you can automation automation and click funnels click funnels and these things create consistency month over month so you know how much you're going to be selling you know how much you're going to be making right and just be consistent month to month build a healthy business by focusing on sales yes yes i love that so what you have to look at in this sort of situation is metrics and you have to be focused on that you know if you put your product in front of a million people you get 10,000 sales you know in order to put your product in front of a million people you're going to have to spend $20,000 you know that 10 sales means $100,000 for you so you know that you have a one to five ratio if I spend 20 grand I make 100 grand that's a great money machine find as many $20,000 sets as you can put into it so you have to think about the metrics of your business also you said something so amazing you said click funnels so talk a little bit about like the online part of this order like right. sales thing tell right. them like you know some well stuff. it can get really deep so <laughs> and we can talk about marketing and sales for hours and hours and hours right, but just right. a simple version of what a click funnel is it's basically just a uh, a funnel Right. Think about a funnel um, that you take customers through. Right. So you might start at a landing page and then they click to an order page. And after they order, they go to a thank you page and that thank you page. Maybe they can put in their email. So it's special ways that you set up funnels. Right. Um, in order to create the best engagement for the customer, yeah, the best experience, right? Experience upsells and making sure that you can interact again with these customers. Some cool tools you should look for in that space, your get response, your MailChimp, your AWeber, of course, Facebook ads and pixels and other things that get really, really deep as far as the nuts and bolts. But all in all, the focus is sales yes, through automation, make sales. things as, as easy as possible for yourself, man. Okay. Number four, be wise and make good decisions. This is where responsibility comes in, in, in play. I think as an entrepreneur, let's go back to the example that you had, right? You say we can buy it for $4, we can sell it for $12. That means that we're going to make $8 gross margin on this. And we're, of course, simplifying the numbers. But if I can buy it for 4 sell it for 12 I made 8 bucks. I, of course, need to find, I need to buy another one, mm-hmm. right? So out of that 8 I have to spend 4 in order to buy another one. Now, that leaves me with 4 your responsibility with the $4 right there is what's going to make and break your business. And let me tell you, you have to market to another customer. You have to pay Uncle Sam. You have to pay yourself. You have to make sure that your business has got some sort of identity or whatever. So it's a lot of responsibility that's inside of those margins. Right. Talk about making good decisions, sweetheart. Well, 
I'm going to put good in quotation <laughs> marks because it's, it's different for everyone. And right. a lot of time with entrepreneurs, you won't see if a decision is good or bad until after it's already, already happened. Right. Which has happened to us, me mainly, a countless <laughs> number of times where in hindsight, I was like, man, we should have done that differently. Right. Um, uh, an example for us and one of the first ones that ever happened to us was after our Kickstarter we launched our Kickstarter in April. It finished up in May. And then our toy was really hot that year, Christmas season. Blazing. But we didn't have any inventory. Nothing. And at this point, I'm a new entrepreneur. I don't want to take any risks at all. I'm scared out of my mind. I have all this, not all of this money, but I have money. Money we never seen before. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I had over, we had over... 11, 12,000 people on our website signing up on our email list wanting dolls, but we had no inventory at all. Nothing. And I made an executive decision to not sell any dolls. I turned off the pipe. It was the wrong decision in hindsight because I just couldn't fathom how we were going to fulfill all of these orders, right. the manufacturing, everything that goes behind um, customers, pre-orders. It, it's a lot. So yeah. I made the executive decision to just get their email list and we'll retarget them, resell to them. Should have kept the pipe on. Hindsight. <laughs> hindsight. Good, in my mind at the time, it was a good, thoughtful Right riskless decision but as an entrepreneur you have to be able to weigh pros cons of of every decision good and I, of course what i believe you know piggybacking off your example babe is truthfully you make better decisions be, if you surround yourself with better decision makers Right. So try not to live or have your business or your idea process like in a silo. What you want to do is go out and find people who have either done what you've done before or people who have done something similar. And you want to ask their opinion, man. Right. You want to find out how would they handle this situation or whatever right. that you're facing or you know, so when you're making a good decision, just think of me. I don't have to hire somebody in order to take them out for like coffee or something right. and just ask them their opinion on something. Right. I don't have to hire them for that. So, so, yeah. So number four for us was just making d good decisions that make sense financially. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just really being able to weigh the pros and cons of decisions constantly. Yes. And then not beating yourself up about making bad decisions. Yeah. There's enough money in the world. You can make more money. There's enough customers. Um, the most uh, something I wanted to say, though, mm -hmm. I wanted to tell everybody and the people that are listening. I ran into this concept a couple weeks ago while I was reading. And the thing was uh, the decision, like the idea is that every decision is a revolving door, right? You can make a decision and then find out it's wrong and then stop doing that right, <laughs> right? right. like it's nothing is forever you know what i'm saying exactly. you can you know i think coca-cola started out not really being about soft drinks right. and there are so many companies that have started out with one product in mind and by the time they are here today it's like a totally different thing exactly so man look no decision has to be forever but i don't want you to be fearful about making them 
Go ahead and make a decision. Figure out, fail fast. If you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, figure out, say you're wrong and get out of there. You know what I'm saying? Make informed decisions and make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who will support you and give you good information. Hey guys, it's Jason and Angelica Sweeting and we're back with Business Belief in the Bedroom podcast. We have our five tips for how to start a business today and I think we're on number five, right sweetheart? Yes, so number five is to maintain your spiritual strength and stamina. Right. You have to maintain your spiritual strength, maintain your stamina. And I think you do that with the power of prayer. Um, We're a couple. And of course, we love each other and uh, we love business. But of course, we love God. So he has to kind of be first in the things that we're doing. Um, We have to make sure that our life and our business, um, you know, does please God. Yes. Um, Well, for me, entrepreneurship has been one of my biggest tests when it's come to faith um, and my relationship with God. And I think anyone um, would be very naive to think that you're going to start a business and everything is going to go right. Right. Everything's not going to go right. Not at all. Um, (laughs) Not at all. Maybe you'll be lucky and most things go right. Um, But for us, God has been an anchor for us. And, um, there's been some times where we've both wanted to quit. There's been some times that I have quit something you guys don't know. I've quit maybe two or three times. I'm still (laughs) doing it. And I want to quit again. Um, just because things get so hard, so overwhelming sometimes, and you get to places where you just don't know what to do. Absolutely not. It's those times that try you as an entrepreneur. Everything is fantastic when sales are through the roof and when media is always calling you and you always have to go do somebody's uh, speech or you're on some stage. Those right. things are cool. But like when the sales page goes to crickets, but you know you have something special, right. you need a power greater than yourself to hold on. Agreed. So I suggest that, you know, you pray and in your prayer, you ask God for strength and wisdom to do what it is that you feel led to do. You know what I'm saying? Because countless people, you know, are blessed by the businesses that have been started. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you know, you're providing jobs, you're providing um, different situations just to, you know, you, you blessing households. Essentially, if you're an entrepreneur, say you have a real estate business, you giving somebody a roof over their head with the work that you do with the information that's in your head. So don't take it lightly what your purpose is. And, and maybe your business is not somebody else's business, but your business matters. Right. You know what I'm saying? And because it matters so much, it's not enough just to read blogs, listen to podcasts like this one or do research on how things work. It's also, you know, important that you, you know, refill yourself spiritually. Yes, it's very yeah. important. And to be, you know, a little transparent um, and a little vulnerable. OK. As we- Okay, we got some transparency. Let's go. Let's go. This is what we love. As a listener of the podcast, I love when Angelica's transparent. Go for it. So things, as I said earlier, sometimes get to the point where you just don't want to do it anymore. And for me, that point is happening now. And it's happened before. (laughs) And it's very easy to slip into depression. Um, It's very easy to get to a place mentally um, where you just want to quit yes, um, because things are so overwhelming. Entrepreneurship is tough. I cannot explain to you guys how tough it is. It looks easy on TV. It looks easy when you see these perfect pictures and people right. saying that they make so much money, but everybody goes through. Yeah. Everybody goes through. It's tough for everybody. And depression is real. And you know what, you know, I think what it is is that, you know, your business is your baby. 
Yes. You raise it. You birth it. You take care of it. You know, you're doing all this. And then who want to show their baby to somebody and somebody say your baby ugly? <laughs> no one wants that, right. you know, but that's what it means when you put your product in front of a, a possible customer and they say, I never or they right. send you an email and say that you're busy. You should never have started a business because right. you're a horrible business person or you're a horrible entrepreneur. Or when things just don't work out ever yeah. for months, for months when you're applying for loans, applying for capital and you just keep hearing no, 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 no over yeah. again. It's over so important that you not only have God as an anchor, but you just remember who he is in your life and <laughs> never, ever feel like he's left you right, or that you're alone because it can be... It, you can feel forget, like that. <laughs> don't forget who he made you. Exactly. To be honest, exactly. truthfully, don't forget that he made you amazing. He made you smart. He made you strong. He made you powerful. He made you special. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can hear you right now. Well, if if everybody's special, then nobody's special. No, that's wrong. God made everybody so unique. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We all got different fingerprints. We all have different voices. I mean, I have siblings. We come from the same parents, but we don't look alike. You know what I'm saying? How crazy is is it that you guys I mean just think about how special you are of course the odds were stacked against you at even coming to earth and being born you know what I'm saying but you were able to fight to be the one out of the millions of sperm that were you know exactly. fighting for a spot in your mama's situation you know so think about it like that just know that you are special right. God made you special and God gave you a special idea right. so don't give up on yourself and don't give up on your idea look everybody in the world Go on, Pastor Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Pastor no. Jay. No, no. Ooh, I just get. Word. You got me being here. That's surreal, babe. For real. You speaking to me. You all can say. Hey, look, man. I don't care what she say. I ain't no preacher or nothing like that. But I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about this part of, I say, out of all the five tips that we've given, I'm very passionate about this. Yeah. Because people. Because they are not locked in to their spiritual power, they end up not being able to manifest that power right. in physical in the physical realm. Right. And don't let what we have to say fool you because Jason and I have been through spiritually. There's been times where we've looked at each other and been like, Where is God? Where is God? And we do pretty good now balancing. So yeah. if I'm over here saying, Where is he at? Jason will be like, come on, babe. He's right over here. He's exactly. in the, he's, he's in the he's kitchen. Right there. He's, he's in right the kitchen. There. Come on. And then when Jason have those moments, you know, I'm there to say, hey, let's keep going. He got us, you know. And, right. I, and I think that's a good segue just into the inspiration um, for this week. Just remember that the business that God has for you is for you. It's for you. It's not for somebody else. If somebody else has ideas similar to yours, it's still not your idea. You got to keep moving forward with what God gave you. You got to. Because that's his purpose in you, and you have to fulfill that purpose. You don't know who you're helping through your business. Before we move on to that, though, but I want to just go through the five steps okay, one more time. Sweet. Step number one. Figure out if anybody actually wants your product yes. or service. And you do that by putting it in front of people. Step number two. Start as lean as possible. Don't let having 
thousands and thousands of dollars, keep you from starting a business and make sure that you start with a minimum viable product, just enough to get people interested. Step number three is have a sales centered focus. We are not starting a business so that we have something cool to say at parties with our friends. We're starting a business so that we can sell. Exactly. Okay. Step number four. Be wise. Make good decisions and know that you can come back from any decision that you make, but make informed decisions and don't be scared to make the decision that scares you. Exactly. Number five, connect to your spiritual strength and know that God has got your back. Yes. So you going to do the inspiration this week and I do the prayer or what are we doing? How are we going to do? Okay, go ahead. Kick it. Kick it. So the inspiration for this week and, um, Just know that you're wonderfully, uniquely made. Know that your business is for you. Nobody can take it away, but you got to go get it. It's like a gift under the tree. God's giving it to you, but you got to walk under that tree and you got to unwrap it. Yes. um, To get that gift and to really live in your purpose. Don't let anyone stop you and just keep going for it. Keep going for it. Okay, and I guess we'll um, close up like this. God, thank you so much for our number two podcast. You're amazing because you're manifesting greatness in our life. And we pray for everybody that's listening. God, bless their businesses, bless their marriages, bless their relationships, bless their families and their children, of course, and bless their relationship with you. We're here not to just make a whole lot of money, God. We're, We're not here just so that we can prop ourselves up and sit on a porch of our own cash. Mm -hmm. God, we're here so that ultimately we can shine the light on you. You've given us these gifts. You've given us the ability to generate cash flow. You've given us the ability to find, uh, you know, uh, all the tools that we need to build our business. But God, you know that the most important thing that you've given us is yourself. And we appreciate that first and foremost. So I think that concludes this episode. Does that include podcast number two? Episode (laughs) two. You sound so excited, babe. (laughs) How to start your business. It's exciting. Starting is the most exciting part about yeah. um, getting to business just because your ideas are so fresh. You're so excited about Ooh, that it. That girl so got her eye new. closed. Ooh. Ooh. It's a good feeling for entrepreneurs, like having an idea and starting a business. Why do I feel like you want to do another podcast right now after this that's like, oh, once you start it, here come the real deal. <laughs> I'm saying no. Uh, <laughs> you know, but man, it's all fun. It's all a journey. You got to yeah. take it yeah. step by step. Okay. I think the children are upstairs. Yeah. You probably heard them crying. Hey, man. Business belief in the bedroom. We'll see you next Monday. Oh, hold on. We have to do this. I learned this. For podcasts, we have to actually share. So make sure you visit us at businessbeliefinthebedroom.com. And also check out our Instagram. We are at businessbeliefandthebedroom. You know what I'm saying? We're giving away all kinds of cool stuff, PDFs, just tools that we've had. Hey, and we're also giving away free consultations. So call us if you guys need any help with your business because we're here for that. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.